Brennan. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. So I've noticed you've got a giant cup of coffee and a very small glass of water next to it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, coffee is the main thing, the things that, that keeps me alive. Uh-huh. And co- coming back every day while, you know, not dying. Yeah. That's... And then water is mm-hmm. just, I need a little bit of it to refresh me so that the coffee, all the coffee I'm drinking doesn't also kill me. So you don't get sick of coffee? Or so coffee doesn't <laughs> make you sick? Die, yes. Uh-huh. So it's the right balance of coffee to water ratio to have the ideal life. Okay, I can I can agree with that. I've got my giant energy drink and my little glass of water too. Also, I don't have that many uh, cups, so. Oh well, that's a valid <laughs> thing as well. But unlike unlike the miniatures, you have many many of those and many many games out there. Uh, yeah, to play. I have too many. That's why I need the coffee to stay awake while to paint all my minis. Uh huh. So would you say you stick to a main game and then have a whole bunch of other little cups around? Uh. <laughs> I try to. You try? Okay, in theory. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, today our topic is going to be uh, starting new games and secondary games, or, or non-primary games. So, Yeah, because I would say that most people have a main game that they play, mm-hmm. and it's usually a more complicated game, like a War mm-hmm. Machine, like a 40K. Or D&D. Or, yeah, or D&D, because writing campaigns, that can yeah. take serious time. Yep. And, and big, playing through and, them. And playing the game itself, usually the main game, like, can take two hours plus. Yeah. So that, that's like a main game game. Yeah. And so for me, like, my coffee, three or four cups of coffee a day is, mm-hmm. is my main drink. I need that to stay awake and hydrated yeah. and get my work done. Okay. Which is painting minis. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Technically, then, I guess. And then whiskey, water, all of that, you know. As a secondary thing. Mm-hmm. That's just to intersperse it so I... I, I uh, Stay hydrated enough to, to continue on the main thing. Yeah. So I guess would you say you're picking the other ones for well, other mini games, other drinks, whatever? You're picking them for variety? Or are you picking them to get a break from coffee? Uh, yeah. So there's like, I think there's, there's two main things is that um, too much of the main thing can kill you. Yep. So in coffee, like you just have too much jitters, you can't pay attention to anything uh in games in main games sometimes you can uh suffer from burnout if you're constantly playing this and i think we did talk about burnout in uh another uh podcast yeah we did and about how switching to another game is great and that's exactly it right like sometimes i have we our main game is infinity right? yeah and we talked about the causes of burnout mostly yeah it's but so, yeah and then we sort of touched on the fact that one way to stop burnout is to have a secondary game. Yeah. But a good question is just sort of how would you how do you pick your secondary games? Which, yeah. If you're one of those people that just buys everything, it's not hard to find secondary games. But if you sort of want to commit more to one of the secondary games and not dabble, like how how do you there's figure? A, you... There's a good reason mm-hmm. not to dabble, as well. So there's like good things and bad things about secondary games, right? Yeah. So the secondary game, like like you said, and I uh, and we talked about before. It helps cleanse the palate. Like any palate cleanser, right? You need something that is different from your main game, mm-hmm. right? If it's too much the same, like if I'm getting burned out from Infinity because I have to spend so much time thinking about it and keep up to date with the rules and, and make sure that I, I know all of the little small things to get an advantage of the game. You would My secondary game shouldn't be... Something like Malfo where each guy has a lot of abilities either? Yeah, or, mm-hmm. or War Machine or... I don't know, even or even chess. That's <laughs> your secondary game. These Probably are like brain burning games where mm-hmm. 
most likely the burnout is uh, is too much, I don't know, mental effort when you're playing the game. So then you'd want a game that has a lighter cognitive load. At least, it doesn't necessarily have to max out at that way, but the way that you play it should yep. be a light cognitive load. So for example, Frostgrave, actually there's there can be a lot of strategy that you go and play it when you go and play it. But for, for us, for the longest time, Frostgrave has been like a secondary game. Yeah, and our gaming group all sees it as a... Well, most of them see it as, as, see just it a, as a secondary game. and it's relaxed. just a relaxed mm-hmm. game. And that's the thing we need to be different from constantly playing Infinity where we're trying to go all out and get all the advantages and, and think everything... And where every move should yeah. be optimized. Yeah. Whereas in Frostgrave, sometimes you're just like... You know what's entertaining? Yeah, I'll just run over to this corner and go after this monster and see if my luck prevails, uh-huh. right? And even though you could, we could play Frostgrave more um, competitively. We choose to play it in a more relaxed way, right? Yep. And so that's one kind of thing. Another thing would be, let's say your main game is a large, big box, uh, lots of models army game. Mm-hmm. And you're playing Warhammer Forty Thousand or Age of Sigmar. And most likely your burnout is, well, one of them is being too competitive, but uh, which is throughout all these games. But another one is too many models to yeah, paint. Yeah, you have right? a limited amount of time to paint. So your secondary yeah. game, you can't have another hundred strong army. Yeah, and, and especially where, where your unit blocks could be like 5, 10, 20, 30, even 30 models. It kind of gets draining when you're painting the same thing. Even if you like painting, you don't necessarily want to paint 30 of the same type of unit. So your secondary game, if it's to cleanse your um, palette of painting the same thing over and over again, your secondary game, you might want to choose it where it's it's a small skirmish game, so every single model has its own new, distinct, different look, right? And maybe infinities are great if if, if your problem is uh, if you're playing those giant scale fantasy yeah, games and painting the same thing, mm-hmm. infinity where you have every single guy looking different, maybe that's actually yeah. a it, good palette cleanser for you. Yeah, you could actually choose like a game that could be big scale and be like, oh, it just has a different look, it has less models. I won't uh, go overboard with it, and it'll just be a good secondary game. Oh, I wouldn't do a big scale because almost mm-hmm. the thing that makes big scale games like I don't know the way we've defined it is number of models on the yep. table and then but I feel like skirmish is a great doesn't necessarily have to be like a simple skirmish but like a brain burner skirmish if your problem is painting then you want something with you know all these different small models we only have 10 models but every single model is very different there, oh there's no huge models in the game either that could be a big thing because I think it could be yeah Back when we were playing more War Machine, we tried to pick X-Wing as a secondary game mm-hmm. and partly just transporting the game. Like once you're transporting a big uh-huh. game with a lot of models, yeah. if you're going to sort of have a secondary case to uh-huh. carry around with you if you're sort of taking transit or just to like bring uh-huh. into the game store without having to take yeah. several trips back and forth from the car, uh-huh. just having something that packs into a nice small case as your secondary game. I remember your case being pretty big though for, for X-Wing. At least it got bit pretty big. No, it never got, it never got very big. Oh, yeah? it's, it's always okay. been literally a half-size version of my Infinity cases. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. That's not so bad, then. Nope. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, a that's another thing, right? If you don't want to lug around all your stuff, and you just, you're like, you know, one day I just want to carry a little little piece. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. So I guess X-Wing is the point where you're playing a minis game-ish. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of a minis game, but, like, you have no painting to do, so it makes mm-hmm. it a very relaxing second game, because it's taking taking far, far less of your time. I mean, you still build armies but outside of the game. army building is a big thing in X-Wing now. Yep. And that, but to be fair, you don't have to do it that way. If you have a good, a good group of people, let's say it's just mm-hmm. you and a couple of your uh, 
your friends. Then, like I was saying before, you can choose any game as long as you can choose the, the numbers. You can choose the game to yeah. make, make the game hardcore, which X Wing can totally be. Hardcore, taken to be a very yeah. hardcore competitive game or you can totally play it casually we're like yeah, yolo relax, whatever and, happens and you just mm-hmm. want to play out uh let's say four five and six over again right yeah and you can kind of play it out and say oh okay so this is the this is the battle uh i don't know, I don't know for destroy the death star and then trench run yeah or you can, you can play with the giant it's been a while since oh. i like that the last kind of star wars movies have kind of killed star wars for me so i gotta gotta think about it a little let it percolate a little bit for it to come back mm-hmm. i've been suppressing it yeah speaking of star wars i know this is a tangent what do you think about uh the mandalorian have you watched i it? feel like i should watch it because it's getting good reviews and people yeah. said it was getting better unlike most shows like that where they start oh, off good true. with the with the premiere and that's then because they the third one did you see the the baby yoda baby yoda that's pretty sweet yeah that's, that's, <laughs> has good signs I am Maybe. on the record of saying like one of the best things of the tire fire of of episode uh, 8 mm-hmm. uh, is the Muppets of The Last Jedi is all the is all the it's animals. all the Muppets yeah mm-hmm. so Baby Yoda is right up my alley like if it was literally Star Wars babies like Muppet babies I would be in I feel like I just want to binge watch it at some point uh, yeah like, like if the show is actually good then it's worth binge watching so you, okay, so this is more onto this tangent, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with secondary games at all, or X Wing, or <clears throat> anything else. Okay, okay, but um, it has to do with X Wing a little bit, Star Wars. Uh, so, do you know there's this like contingent on YouTube online where they're like super, they have like a super hatred for uh, what social justice. It's like an anti-social justice warrior movement. They're like anti-woke. Like they have a saying. That I see all the time on my YouTube, it's like, well, "Go woke, go broke." Get, get woke, go broke. Yes, get uh-huh. woke, go broke. And I, I'm like, Has, "Oh my god, you guys are the worst. You guys are the thing that you're complaining about, mm-hmm. and you are not being ironic." And that really bugs me. And I, I think the problem that why I get this so much mm-hmm. is because I love haterade. Like I think we talked about this before. I love shitting on things. But I hate it when they're these these guys are now they're not hating on things on it on their merits, right? I like tearing apart episode eight and seven and even movies I love for like poking at their small problems and niggling things. Mm-hmm. This has now become a political movement where they literally bash things. They look for like well, they're just, looking for this well, problem that they think exists. It's like a conspiracy theory. Well, and no, whether or not it does exist, they will find it and then they'll like See, that's the reason why the movie is bad. That's not the reason. That, sometimes yeah. it's the reason, but oftentimes it's not. Yeah, yeah, and can... then they just are just are like, haha, I've see, I saw something that I disagree with politically. It must be the reason why the entire thing is bad. Yeah, it's like I, it's so annoying. It's like in the last. They're always bringing it up. And it's they're like wrong. in the last Jedi. Why? Why were the characters bad? It's like, oh, they they had to work in Admiral Gender Studies with the purple hair. It's like that's they were trying to do that. That's why it failed. Yeah, that's not the reason mm-hmm. why it failed. The reason why is because they had this giant. Okay, that guy is an idiot, Ryan Johnson, and he yep. constantly tried to like fit. I don't know. He just wanted to subvert expectations. That's the problem with the movie. Admiral Gender Studies. Is just a terrible character, like written terribly, and mm-hmm. it's not like if you wrote a different character. If it was a guy, it, it wouldn't be the same way, and it would probably still be shit. It wasn't his goal of the movie to put these things in. He just writes like shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, okay, is is what is the problem? Okay, it's annoying that uh, when they go into the casino planet, right? That they they're like, oh, save the animals, but screw these slave kids. That's weird. <laughs> But mm-hmm. the problem for the I movie I is not that they didn't save the slave Maybe, maybe it's like the vegetarians. They maybe, maybe they were writing for social justice. It, maybe Literally, that's an anti-social justice <laughs> uh, screen because they totally fucked up when yeah. they did that. That is totally anti-social justice, that entire thing, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem is that that, th- that entire part was meaningless and shouldn't have existed in the movie. That's the problem, which is a problem of writing, not being woke. Of having nothing to do with the whole storyline. Yes, it was. It was to try and throw you off. That's what. And the, then that's what the they problem with what like mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Vietnamese girl. I guess she's not Vietnamese because it's in another universe. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Asian-looking uh, Mary Sue girl. No, she she Sue. could also do everything. No, she couldn't. She could do a lot more things than you. Was... No, she did. She failed on her main thing. She's oh, not she Mary failed. Sue. She failed at doing them. They're no, like, oh. she was terrible. Mm-hmm. She she was terrible at what she was doing. Yeah, I don't. She but was everybody let her do them. I, she was not very soon. Mm-hmm. But her problem is not the fact that she was uh, Asian, which people complain about. Oh, shoving in whatever racial whatever uh, things where they don't belong. I'm like that got girl could girl that got a uh, girl could have been a boy. It would have still been a bad. It would character. have annoyed everybody. Still, it would have been a terrible character. It's not the fact that it's not the gender part that screwed up. It's not. There's nothing quintessential about her gender that made her character terrible. Mm-hmm. It was just her character was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it made no sense in the movie. Why are you dragging this person around? So it felt so. So terrible. why does why does wokeness and and badness go hand in hand so often? Or is it just the ones that oh, you're focused on? Uh, it's it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Transformers. It's not. It's people for, have forgotten. Are we forgotten. talking about Transformers movies? Yeah, the movies. Oh, Transformers movies just people have, have cool forgot, action scenes. People have forgotten. No, it doesn't. People have forgot <laughs> well, that... it has nothing. It has nothing, exactly. People have forgotten that most sequels and most franchises are terrible. Oh, they they're are. constantly getting worse and worse, and they, they completely enter, like, put in garbage, and they're constantly trying to pander to whatever group they are. It's that some of these people are... It's true. There's been some things where people have introduced too much politics into the into the thing and ruined it. Which they've done the opposite. Well, if they're trying, to do, done the, the if they're trying to do the opposite of, of Transformers, ways. Transformers is the blandest action movie you can think of, where they just go it's around. Not, for... Man, it's it's just terrible, and they don't they have no understanding of the actual base, uh, like the appeal of the tra- Transformers, at least to the original fans. Right? Well, yeah, they they tried to make all the movies. Movies about characters like humans, humans that just show up. They try and make them about it's random. It's a very humans different movie. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a movie about humans killing robots, giant robots, mm-hmm. that's a cool story. Make it. Just don't make it Transformers. Yeah, well, they, they so, want, so that's mm-hmm. the thing. Most sequels are shit. Like the only, like the only one where I think that has had a whole bunch of sequels that have not consistently becoming more and more shit and more and more pandering to whatever kind of base they have, right? Is like. Fast and Furious because they literally that is the joke is that <laughs> they try to make it pandering to like the lowest like exact like over the top 
crazy, stupid action, and that's what you're going in for. There's no... They're like, we want stupid banter between Jason Statham and The Rock. All right, let's write stupid banter. Exactly, and... uh, and if you want ridiculously strong strong men with fast cars doing ridiculously stupid things that would never work in real life. And they're on brand, and they and it's easy to do, so it's consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these other things, like Star Wars, it's not easy to make the gonna... magic that Star Wars had to make it good, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it should be a lot easier than what they've created, but it's not super easy, right? And Or, or Avatar The Last Airbender, it wasn't... That that was a piece of shit, and that was not woke. It was also shit. It's much more rare to have so shit franchise is, shit is and normal. sequel. Shit is normal, and now they're just looking at this woke thing. And you're like, oh, you're pandering. You're not mm-hmm. pandering to me to make a shit movie. Therefore, it must be terrible. Actually, they're usually terrible. It's just that they're not pandering to you when they make their shit movie. So you're extra mad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who cares, man? Well, just. You have a it's, while they're it's, down. Blame them for, blame them for their terrible ideas. I'm I'm just saying you should be more fair about how, why their movie is shit and how it's terrible. And I totally think it's a problem with uh, sequels and franchises, like them introducing way too many sequels and franchises and not allowing original material to come out because all the money there's only a certain all the money's amount in of money. the franchise and they can all, milk it exactly so they'll exactly do it. so they'll do it mm-hmm. and then they release shit and then. They're trying to pander to most people, and most people are not woke, but they're way more woke than these people mm-hmm. that are complaining online. Oh. So they, so they get, so they want those kind of things. So you just go play play minis games and not watch. Movies. Yeah, if you're there like you super like into these things and you want your nostalgia and whatever, and you're really just chasing the nostalgia of something that you liked as a child, then probably should be I don't know reading books or something that are easier for a singular artists to create. Right, where they can instead of like giant movie productions, you're not going to convince most people in the world that I don't know whatever they they usually complain about. I don't know even know what they actually generally want. Mostly nowadays, well, mostly not, they they want nostalgia usually. But now there's like this contingent that always shows up on my haterade that they want to complain about wokeness, mm-hmm. which is annoying to me. I like I find if you want to complain about it once every a while, but stop searching for your pet peeves. So, so where's the woke mini games? Someone must have tried to go woke with them. There's no woke mini games. Oh no, there is some. There is someone actually. Um, in 40k. Who'd they create? Uh, so the Sisters of Battle. They've been around now. Forever, have though. different hairstyles. Oh And no. there's that emo. There's the emo Space Marine. With the modern hairstyle, that is well. They had mohawks representation. before, but b- back that, in the eighties, they the had the mohawks because it represented like the crazy punk, punk thing of the day. So yeah. if they're representing our crazy punk thing of the day, e- no, emo. No? That's like emo is oh, ten gone. years ago. That's oh, not cutting edge. Yeah, they're behind. And different <laughs> hairstyles and things like that. That is appealing to your generic fan base who wants who like who don't like your traditional kind of ideas about uh, living in a fascist universe. Mm-hmm. Fascist slash communist. Like, it's basically a thing where everything's extremes, so if you need to survive, you either have to be, like, authoritarian communist, authoritarian fascist. Like, and that is the joke of the universe. That's true. And now they're trying to make mm-hmm. them good, actually good, in the 
like the modern cultural idea of what is good and that doesn't make sense in the universe they've created a giant fucked up universe you can't have like modern humans in there making sense because they will get killed by the what what is being acknowledged as all of the uh powers in the world mm-hmm. so that actually there you go there's some wokeness getting shoved into uh, 40k okay Space Marines having haircuts, not just shaving their heads. Yes. Mm-hmm. Space Marines. That's wrong. Uh, Sisters of Battle having different haircuts. Actually, I saw it and I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? That they're not all, like the entire idea is that they're supposed to have the same kind of look. They're dedicated. They're fanatical, they're crazy to the, people. Especially the battle nuns, so they all yeah. have the same uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Why are there all their hair, is that all their hair white? Makes no sense. It's because they're it, like... Because it looks good with their black uniform. <laughs> yeah, Come, sure. that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's the entire thing, is that it's supposed to be like... the mimic the nun uniform. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's something that I feel like is... Uh, I don't know what you call it. For for diversity, right? That's, oh, that, wow. what, that's what they're saying when they... Like, oh, wokeness. It's ex- putting more diversity in a place that shouldn't fit it. That's actually affecting the setting. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. That's why I'm saying it's not like it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that most, not most, yeah, no, actually, I'd say most of the time with the people that I'm that I see complaining on the internet, maybe including me, I don't know, uh, are complaining just because they want to complain or trying to find it where it's not, where it's not there. And they will, I think, they will lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right, so. Back to secondary games. Yes, of course, because everyone's not gone by now. Uh, well, I like a, a good haterade in the middle of a thing. Of course. All right, so. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Uh, how, you, how you pick your second thing to watch? Or not watch? Or not watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right, sure. So how do you pick your secondary thing to watch or not watch? Oh, usually by the look being kind of different. Because, I mean, once you've painted enough, like, armor so dude with gun. So generally uh, I care about painting, painting and models, as, I guess modeling, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so because I care about that aspect, I want that aspect to vary more. Mm-hmm. So if I'd say been painting, well, with 40K, it's painting armored dudes with guns. With Infinity, it's painting quite a few armored guys with guns. Mm-hmm. And, like, to switch it up, maybe paint, like, some fantasy guys maybe even play a spaceship game for something like totally different than people mm-hmm. so maybe, you, but is it the playing the spaceship game or is it the modeling and painting of the spaceships being a different aesthetic on the table I think for me the, the aesthetic part of the game is big so when I pick the like the secondary game I want to pick something with a different aesthetic mm-hmm. but I guess for other people if there's things more like around the gameplay then maybe they want to pick a game with a totally different if they're trying to pick a second game mm-hmm. they they don't maybe they don't care about the aesthetic as much. Maybe they just care if the other game plays quite a bit differently. Like if you're playing a big I go you go game, mm-hmm. maybe you want to switch to something with like a smaller game with integrated turns. Maybe you want to switch to something that's more like closer to a board game where you're playing on tiles. Ugh. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Don't screw up like that. <laughs> don't get me ranting more on something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic right oh, there. I, I told you I like to haterade. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how would you well how would you say you pick your second ones other than maybe trying a whole lot of stuff and just seeing what's fun uh, yeah so I think I talked about it just just contrast to so, 
uh, so, my main game. So I guess if you and said for picking your games... I would say it's, mm-hmm. it is the aesthetic is the main one. Yeah, okay. So to me, like part of the thing that makes a, a miniatures game a bet, better or more en- engrossing uh, than a um, any other tabletop game or even video game is the fact that you have the things on the table, the look, the feel of the of the thing, right? The setting matters yeah, for that. Usually, when we play, we try and play with like really nice scenery mm-hmm. if we can, and eventually get it built up. But yep. like the whole scene, if you're playing like a futuristic game, you get to build yeah. all sorts of futuristic stuff. If you play like a fantasy set game, you get to build mm-hmm. all fantasy stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I look at the games that I played, and it seems like I basically. Well, change over between fantasy and science fiction, right? It was the two main settings. Yep. I guess you have the modern re- or, or historical realistic, which I have I have not yet really gotten into it. No, I've never jumped on that it's aesthetic like, It's too either. soon. <laughs> yeah, it's too, it's too <laughs> current. No matter what it is, it's too soon. All the flames of war, the bolt action, whichever yeah. other ones. You're like, mm, uh, no. no. I, don't, I don't feel like building reality then destroying current current day yeah, or wherever it's got to be some sort of fantasy thing to let me mm-hmm. divorce from from reality but I some mean, people uh, some people that. like those yeah, World totally. War II that, that's the thing if I was okay games. with playing about it mm-hmm. playing it that would be a I third would, option that would probably be a strong third option mm-hmm. to go and play right a historical kind of game yep um, but it is yeah mostly the aesthetic uh, like right now Infinity well first it was 40k a War Machine and then it's Infinity uh, since Infinity is my main game, I started getting into Frostgrave, which is a fantasy, um, like magic wizards kind of game, which is, I think we talked about many times, it's a super good game. Uh, and then when I played that with, like, it's a winter wizards thing, so I wanted to pick up a third game, I started playing, even though it's very, very similar, uh, Rangers of Shadowdeep. Yep. Aesthetically, <laughs> it's not too far off, honestly. It's it's like European, it has a European feel, right? Yeah, you're going through the castles, you're going through dungeons, there's wizards. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there, it's a European, non like more temperate place, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you fight. So I'm like, oh, you know, what? this is kind of fun. Not everything is winter like, right? And and then recently, I'm like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to do. I'm gonna play a, kind of a tropical game, yeah. <laughs> right? And there, and literally, it's a similar kind of game, Ghost Archipelago. But I wanted to have that kind of tropical, the water, right? And, of course, we went into space as well. Yeah, uh, space, I, I, space. There was the space, spaceships kind of thing where we had we were working on our uh, space game, mm-hmm. right? Which I thought was a very different feeling and aesthetic, And we right? played Drop Fleet for a while. Mm-hmm. And we played Drop Fleet and or, X-Wing. Oh, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the kind of things going back and forth to those uh, different aesthetics, right? Yep. Yeah. So I guess one other way possibly of picking secondary games... It's kind of, I think we've touched on this before, but like if you're going to be playing a game, it needs a gaming group. Mm -hmm. So maybe you've got a couple gaming groups you like meeting up with, Mm -hmm. and one plays one game and one plays another game. Yeah. You just, you want to meet up with those two different groups, so you just play what they're playing. So maybe that means you have two deep games or two sort of less involved games. Yeah, actually, that's what what, mm -hmm. what we're doing with, uh, at least uh, we're trying to do with Infinity and Frostgrave. Yep. Because uh, Infinity is my main game. Be- almost at this point, I like them both almost equally. Um, but they're quite a bit. It, they're quite a different experience. They're very different experience because we talked about. Because right? in Infinity, Initially. you you play the game to the end. You like 
because it has very it has a very defined end, end, end point. It has very defined rules. Mm-hmm. Has it's very specific missions. Each game is discreet, mm-hmm. whereas Frostgrave is also like a campaign game. Right. Every time you play, it affects your next game. So it's more of a story. It's more of a story-based kind of thing. And making up things as you go is sort of just accepted because it's a story-based game. Yeah, it's, it's like awesome. the end of the last game of Frostgrave I played, mm-hmm. you're supposed to, people are fighting to like stop this cauldron from spawning zombies, and then they kind of want to take it for themselves. So the, they are greedy wizards. Yep. So a couple players have gathered around the three other players have gathered around the cal- the cauldron at the end, huh? and the person with only one little dude there was like, okay. I'll just pay you guys out and have the cauldron. And they're like, how much? And, and they just came to an agreement, and that became the end of the game. And that's so that's so like story based. That's awesome. That's yep. an awesome story based. So kind of thing. like, in other mini games, they're just based around like tournaments. And of course, and all the guy that. that paid everyone else off was the guy who who turned their wizard into a lich. Yes. So yeah, he wants course. to gather of evil course. cauldrons. Of course, he wants the evil uh-huh. cauldron that yeah. created the undead. And we're playing the. Uh, uh, was it the Thaw of the Lich Order? Yes. Right? So, literally, one of the characters in this 10-game uh, campaign is trying to replace the Lich Lord as the new Lich Lord. And everybody's kind of okay with taking his money. <laughs> yeah, and Let's, everyone else is like, uh-huh. well, you're not as powerful as the Lich Lord. It seems we, fine. We can still handle but this. It's cool. a great kind of, uh, what do you call it, mm-hmm. as- aesthetic and story to the yep. game, right? Yep. That was great. So, but basically, that lets us yeah. gather with two different miniature gaming groups. Yeah, and then so. and and the mm-hmm. other thing I think that is implied with what you're saying is that when you are, if you're playing one game with one group, right, and even if no one else wants to play the secondary thing, maybe they're not suffering from burnout, right? Yep. Uh, picking up a secondary game instead of trying to convince everyone in that group to play the other game, picking up a secondary game is an easy. Well, this. It's not necessarily easy, depending on where you are, but like, it's a great way to find another group of people who you might end up really liking. Yeah, because they may they may have with, yeah because those people you meet may have like other they have their primary game or their secondary yeah. game they're playing, and you're yeah. like, oh cool, who who are you guys meeting yeah, up and, with? And, and obviously they like miniature games, I assume. Yeah, uh, if you're playing with them, so uh, you might find even if you don't know them at all, or maybe it's a different group of friends that you have, they you might find that. Over playing the secondary game, you might really enjoy that group and the games you're playing, and it's it's also a good way to explore different games. And maybe that secondary group, uh, maybe if you suffer burnout from your main main game and you start really liking your secondary game, it might be a really good way to explore new games to become your main game, and then switch which game is the primary and which game is the secondary game. Yeah, because I think we people. did that every single time we switched. That's what we did we knew people who were playing the other game and we're like oh we'll, we'll join or up with what you're doing or we became the group but... yes or we became the group that's, yeah. that's much less frequent and yeah but the secondary mm-hmm. game was uh, well the game that we were trying out as a secondary game it was also in some ways a tryout for the primary game right we were yeah. trying out the secondary game and we're like oh this game we like this even more at least uh, part of it is just because it's new but sometimes you just need to move on to a new game, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a great way to try things out. Like, if, you, if you're constantly only saying you want to play one game, uh, it's great for dedication, but you won't know what else is out there and what might be a better primary game for you in your situation at your in your time, right? Because Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Different games have different requirements and play differently, and maybe, maybe you're... Uh, 
what you enjoy changes, or maybe your lifestyle just changes, and you can't paint like can't spend so much time painting hundreds of models. Yep. So now you need to play something where you you know maybe you just paint like once a week, mm-hmm. a couple hours on the weekend or something, or or on a Thursday or something when you have some time, you gotta just to relax. It, then you can't start a new 40k army if you're only painting two or three hours a week. Yep. But depending on how fast you paint, you could play Malifaux, which only requires six or seven models. Mm-hmm. That means like over a couple months, you've got a crew going. You've got mm-hmm. a crew, and you can start playing. And then every single time you change out a model, it's a huge change the way to the way the game plays. And maybe that's just better for you to do. And and how do you start it? You like how do you switch? And try it out as a secondary game for a while. Yeah, if you. If you meet those people and they have guys to try, or yeah. they're like, "Oh, we'll show you how to play the game," yeah, so totally. you could feel for it much faster. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough reasons why people would t- why you should take up secondary games. I think so. Sort of how to pick them? Do you want to talk about? I guess one mm-hmm. thing uh, is I did have some something right in here. Oh, how often do you think is a good? Uh, Amount too. Mm, that is a good thing to yeah. to bring up. Yeah. I would say that for my main miniature game, I kind of like playing it once a week, just mm-hmm. because the regularity of it means that people don't drop off and you don't. Basically, it's sort of thing. If you don't make something a habit, you can kind of like it gets dropped off once in a while. Yeah. So for the primary game, I find playing once a week keeps it as a habit. It keeps mm-hmm. the meetup going. It keeps people like the people who can't make it all the time know somebody's going to be there all the time. Yeah. So they're completely willing to show up and not have any sort of reservations about showing up. Yeah. So That's main game, build once a week. That's community almost mm-hmm. for, for a primary game that you want to have regularly. Like, it, you got to have the regularity. Yep. And if you want new people to show up and play a thing, once a week is... is it's just is, necessary. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing, though, is... Uh, the secondary game secondary game or even like you know not everyone can play once a week right depending on where you live like we live in a city yep so actually finding a place where you can play once a week uh, and and uh, like our situations in life we can come out every week mm-hmm. right so we can do it once a week right yep. um, but some people can't no some people can't dedicate a day every week yeah to the hobby so I think the second the second thing then is once a month. I almost feel yep. like once a month is better than once every two weeks, because once every other week is not it's not hard for people to it's hard for people to keep understand track yeah, keep mm-hmm. track of which week is on and which week is off. Whereas once a month is like the first or the first let's say Thursday of the month or the last last Thursday of the month mm-hmm. that's a regular thing that they, people can schedule and constantly go right yep or a Sunday or and whatever you, and you can plan on it mm-hmm. yeah exactly if you need to plan around it so I feel like for the secondary well for some yeah. people for, pe- for people with like very limited time mm-hmm. maybe their primary game is that once a month yep but it's just sort of that day whether it's the third Wednesday or whatever it is mm-hmm. is lined up so then if that's your your primary, then how often do you do you think is good to have a, a good secondary? Like how often do you play your secondary to get all the benefits we talked about of cleansing your palette, about not burning out, or, or and that kind of stuff? So maybe like every other month, but at that point you're basically setting up the game on like an individual basis. It's not there's no like pre-planned date. You just basically talk to some people and you're like, all every right, every other month you- uh, at, at, if your primary game is at what schedule? Oh, every every month. Every I'll, other month maybe, as your secondary, maybe every, that maybe, means it's maybe like... Maybe every three months, honestly. I 
feel like every three months, yep. like once a quarter, mm-hmm. which it's like what one every four games four that you time, play. Four times a year? Yeah, you play four times year. a year. You play mm-hmm. once a month. That's on top of the once a month. Yep. It's not like oh, you, yeah, you, switch don't out your mm-hmm. one, you don't switch out the one game uh, to play your, your secondary game. Mm-hmm. It's on top of it. So every three months you play two games yep. a month. I think that makes sense. Yeah, it's like one every four games because you're not going to secondary because you're not going to burn out of your main game at once a month in all likelihood. That's true. So that's that's true. So then, and that means that basically one every four games is the secondary game. And maybe the secondary game at that point really can alternate is, as well. Yeah, exactly. That there's enough time in between, and mm-hmm. you're planning them like, well, maybe not planning them way ahead, but you just mm-hmm. sort of like arrange with people who have to play the game. Like, okay, we should have a meetup. Whenever mm-hmm. it's not just not a regular thing at that point. Yeah. Whereas, but you could also schedule mm-hmm. it once every quarter. You can be like, "All right, let's schedule it for this day. We're all going to meet on this day. Clear your schedules." And mm-hmm. then once you finish it, finish that game. The week later, maybe you you plan contact everyone one. and you plan the next one mm-hmm. so that everyone is ready. Right. That's yeah. how you keep it. You still have to keep it. Or even your secondary game, like if you want to actually get these games mm-hmm. in, unless you are, I don't know. You have nothing to do, basically. You have to keep it regular, otherwise it's yeah. not going to happen. So I guess there's a different type of gamer out there that we don't know quite as many of, but the ones who play, like, literally everything. Yes. Well, so, we know we know them. We, we're just not... We just aren't them. <laughs> no, we don't. So I don't, I don't know what to say about them. Like, I think they, they, deserve, they deserve a mention. Oh, totally. But, Where but they, they almost don't, don't even have a primary game. They just play... They play the I new mean, hotness usually. Yeah, I would say that's a main, that's a I, I primary attribute of them. Yeah, I think there's two things uh, with that kind of play play thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, I would I would say makes sense. The other one, I would wonder if they're not optimizing their gaming. So the primary one, uh, more haterade. Uh, so the yeah, primary yeah, yeah. one is like, if you just play a lot of games, like if this is your hobby, uh, your all your your favorite people play games as well mm-hmm. then it's definitely possible for you to play i don't know like three four even like maybe five maybe even every day i don't know what's that maybe you live with the people that that you're playing with and that you both or you all love the mm-hmm. game uh and, and you leave tv shows alone well, of you're, course you, you're gonna have to yeah. <laughs> you play that many games mm-hmm. right or maybe it's in the background when you guys play yeah right then you if you have that many games then you're you can play every single game hardcore for like two or three months right or then you're actually it's it, it may it makes sense because you're playing so much games you probably get tired of playing the same thing yeah, okay. like for us we think oh they're playing the new hotness but to but, them it's not because they literally played that game more than maybe in like I don't know a month more than we will ever play that game yeah, they're people- literally like oh yeah I played that game like 50, 50 times already I'm like what 50 times that's more than I played but, it, but it, just came, it just came out like a month and a half ago and you know, I like, played Whoa. it three times every day for the last little while because yeah. we do know people who go to our game store because we know we talk to the people who work there and like oh yeah that guy shows up like three times a week yeah, and you're like place. okay I guess at that point you need like a lot of games out there yeah exactly and then you, you played it you, mm-hmm. you've played it through it to get all you want from the game and then you move on and then the next one is your primary so literally it's just they've compressed their time of playing like for us a year into a month 
<laughs> so when we talk about cooler. switching games, like, oh, we've probably played this yeah. game, like, over a hundred times. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I switched games because I've played it over a hundred yeah, times. Exactly. But you're like, it's only been, like, a couple months rather yeah. than, yeah. like, and, three years. And it's mm-hmm. just that they're able to keep up with the new hotness because they play so much. So that makes, honestly, it makes sense okay. uh, to do. Um and some, some of them don't do that. Some just sort of like then, try to keep up with the people who are there all the time. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. And then there's the secondary group, which I feel like I, I'm not sure if they're optimizing, uh, where they just see the new hotness or whatever. And it's like they don't pick a game to, uh, or two games or whatever to focus on. And yep. they're constantly hopping because they just like it. Right? Mm-hmm. And maybe they do have a primary game, but maybe they tell themselves, oh, well, this is just going to be my secondary game. Well, if you only play like, even if you play once a week, yep. how often are you going to play all these different games? There's so many games that are coming out. If you right. played Warcry, if you played yeah. like Kings of War, if you played like a 15 millimeter game, Aeronautica, yeah. Imperial Imperialis, uh, exactly. Kill Team, like there's so Frostgrave, through Ghost Dark Relico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's Malifo, a whole... Beyond the Bridge, and then if you throw in different ro- role-playing games, if you play that, like it's almost becomes just an ex- if you say, "Oh, I'll just play a secondary game," it almost becomes an excuse to buy whatever you want. Yeah, and sometimes these people don't even like finish it, fin- like play Assemble a game, mm-hmm. or even finish painting and assembling it. Yeah, then literally your 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 idea of playing a secondary game is or making them all secondary games is just an excuse to feed your it's just, addiction it's just fomo or or an addiction <laughs> oh, just an addiction, addiction. yeah mm-hmm. which to be fair it's fun like we already talked about like the fun of buying and the uh consumerism as a hobby oh yeah super fun oh yeah that's why i enjoy just buying accessories for the games because it's like yeah. it's not getting more different games it's just going way deeper yeah it's, it's fun as as, and it's easier to use right you don't mm-hmm. have to assemble and paint it which is the fun part of actually buying these models but at the same time oh by accessories them, I mean like terrain and oh, like bases and conversion parts totally and take <laughs> that's, that's exactly the same thing uh-huh. and, and learning CNC <laughs> to make things yeah. whatever yeah there's a limit to how much time you have for whatever whatever you're doing even if all you ever do is hobbying maybe that's your job you still only have a certain amount of time in the day to do these things and energy yes and energy all right, well, I think that's so a good that's, reason that, yeah. why you might want to limit yourself to a primary game and a secondary game. That's just, or a couple that's just... secondary games if you like. Yes. But you, you still need to dedicate yourself to the secondary games. At least to play it a couple times to decide you didn't like it to move on. Yeah, and to get to the point where you're like you're fluid in playing the game, mm-hmm. so you just enjoy yourself rather than being like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to just like read these books, yeah. these manuals. Yeah, that's the other mm-hmm. thing. If you, never, you haven't played it enough, you might not ever experience the actual gameplay the actual gameplay especially if you're jumping from game to game mm-hmm. even if you keep it in your collection you play it once a year by the time you play it again you probably forgot all the rules already yep. and then you're relearning it and you, you still haven't got the real experience of the game yet which is why oh one more thing a secondary game you probably want the rules to be simpler even though technically I, I say you could play Infinity or whatever yeah I think we, t- we talked game. more about like the scale of the game but the, the, but the complexity of the rules complexity mm-hmm. of the rules so that you don't like the number of rules out. per model the number of different abilities like yeah. in the, the complication mm-hmm. of how rules interactions work which is why like what do you call it um, very well uh, what do you call it uh, elegant rule sets 
are better. That's why chess maybe is an easier secondary game than a lot of like War Machine, even though they're both equally complex. Mm-hmm. The actual rules that you, you need to know to be chess, able to play yeah. it versus you're not yeah. even playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot easier to do it for chess. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? No, we can save other haterade for another day. <laughs> I don't really hear you talk about haterade that much. It's just me. Am I just filled with enjoyment of bashing things and you don't? Or do you just keep it inside? No, I just hate on the woke people all the time online. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, if you have any comments about what makes good secondary games, maybe let us know. And, and mm-hmm. your favorite secondary games? That'd yep. be great, but we, almost, we didn't even go through that that much. No, we didn't really talk about games specifically that much, yeah. so it's probably worth mentioning what you consider those. But like I think we said in the beginning, anything yeah. could be a secondary game, just That's true. based on how you treat it, unless yeah. it has like more than 100 guys in your army. Anyway, yeah. all right, thanks for listening. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. All right, one last thing. Yeah, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, just like us wherever you're listening. Yeah, and if you want to keep track of our uh, work on Starpiercer, go to starpiercer.com, or if you're on Facebook, go to our Starpiercer community. So, that's basically it. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.